Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to another amazing episode here on GEMS Podcast. With me in the hot seat is none other than Nikki Asher Bowling. And let me tell you a little bit about Nikki, y'all, because she is blazing hot firecracker. She helps moms move forward with confidence as they overcome the hurdles of nurturing children with mental health struggles. Advocate and coach for mamas who have a lot on their plate. If that's you, I promise it's going to be okay. Once she figured out the steps to work through her depression and anxiety, she started her podcast, Motherhood Unfiltered. It's going to be okay. And creates her masterclass, Get Out of the Funk. I am here to link arms with you and help you move on like I did, is what Nikki says. So without further ado, please welcome the woman behind it all, Nikki Asher Bowling. Wow, I love that intro. (laughs) Thank you for having me on your show today. (laughs) My pleasure, Nikki. And today we're going to be talking about mamas, so that whole motherhood journey, and just looking at mental health issues, because sometimes people fail to see mental health as something that you can get over. They see it as the negative stigma because Mm -hmm. of what social media makes it out to be and what the media in a whole (laughs) makes it out to be. When in actuality, just because someone is struggling with mental health does not mean that they're cuckoo, does not mean that they're crazy, (laughs) does not mean (laughs) that they're off their kicker (laughs) or rocker. It just means that they need a little bit, a little bit of help to get back in alignment Mm -hmm. and that's okay. And it is okay to say I'm not okay. But Before we dive into that, I definitely want to give the audience a chance to connect with you in a fun and personal way, Nikki. So are you up for that? Oh, yeah, sure. (laughs) And if you've done your research, you kind of already know what's next. So I either do an icebreaker or a rapid fire 10 question game. What are you in the mood for? Um, Icebreaker. (laughs) Okie dokie. We're breaking the ice with Nikki. (laughs) Here's the icebreaker. I want you to share something crazy that you have done in your life or something fun and interesting about yourself. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Well, something crazy. (laughs) I decided I wanted to do my own podcast show. And I'm not a technical person at all. And I had no idea what I was doing, but I knew I wanted to talk to other moms that were struggling with issues that I have been struggling with. So I would say that was probably the craziest thing I've done lately. (laughs) Uh, The number one craziest thing I have done in my past was um, just being a mom some of the stuff I did as a mom I probably wouldn't do now um just because of people would probably think I was you know um not being nice to my kids (laughs) 
So, mm. <laughs> so they, so example, one thing was they used to run in and out of the house and let flies in. So I told him, if you don't stop running in and out of the house, I'm going to lock the door. So I locked the door because <laughs> they, you know, they just kept doing it. And my sister was, she freaked out. She was like, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't lock your kids out of the house. And they were elementary age. So, you know, they were second, third, fourth grade. And I said that I know where they are. They're at the door knocking, wanting to come in. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. It's funny that you shared that because nowadays with social media, someone could easily have you filmed and they could put you on World Star or they could call CPS <laughs> yeah. and say, this lady's being so abusive to her children. Can you believe she locked them outside like they're animals? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why I said I would probably, be, you know, get a phone call or have people show up at my house. So, oh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah I've, I've done that. but you know, they never, they didn't do it again after that. You know, when I said, you know, please stop running in and out of the house, stay in or stay out. And um, they believed me, I would lock the door. <laughs> See, they learned because you did something and it conditioned them to stop running in and out yeah. of the house because you don't want flies in your house. So it's actually a lesson learned, but you know yeah. what? For those of you listening, the disclaimer is please do not try this at home with your children because we do not want to have you go to CPS. Right, right. See, I have white hair. Don't do that, okay? <laughs> yeah, I would not recommend that. That was, you know, that's 24 or uh, 14, 20 years ago. So that was a long time ago. <laughs> oh, man. And thanks for sharing that. Now let's jump into the meat and potatoes of the conversation, which is mm -hmm. mental health issues and just really right. helping mothers balance mental health. Because with mothers, mm -hmm. um, there are certain things that they face, like postpartum depression, they have anxiety, they have mm -hmm. other forms of trauma, especially if they had a traumatic pregnancy or a traumatic right. birthing experience. And those can lead to mental health issues, but they may mm -hmm. not feel like they have a safe space to talk about those issues. So they keep it bottled yep. in. And we all know that whenever things are bottled in and we don't take the time to talk about things, things begin to fester right. and they do not heal. So Nikki, what is your journey with mental health? So uh, my journey with mental health started a long time ago. Um, it I recognize now that it started when I was a young girl, but it really came to fruition after I had my boys. So um, I went through, you know, the postpartum. I didn't, I mean, I didn't know that's what it, you know, was. I did not address it. I did not take care of it. And then I went through a, um, a divorce. Uh, with my boys' father. And that was really the first big episode of having a depression and, and, and then the anxiety started, you know, to come on. So over the years, it's just progressed. And I did not start addressing it until about 19 years ago, where I went to the doctor and started 
I did some counseling and started and I got on some medication to help me with my anxiety and the manic, you know, uh, episodes that I was having. So, so I've dealt with that off and on, you know, my whole adult life, but a few years ago, I had a falling out with my middle son and he told us, he told me and the rest of the family, he was not going to have anything to do with us. And so that was like devastating to me, you know, because I felt like, you know, the three boys, we've always been together. Um, I was a single mom and, you know, I've always been in contact with them. He is married and has a daughter. So, so if he wasn't having contact with us, then, you know, I wasn't going to be able to see my daughter-in-law and my granddaughter. And that broke my heart. (laughs) So so I want to so ask you, my name. Can oh, I go ask, ahead. Let me ask a question right there. So yeah. because he was not having contact with you, then he made his wife and his children not have contact in you. But isn't she her own person? Yes. And um she out of respect for him, she did not, you know, uh conversate with us. Now my granddaughter at the time was uh, four. So she's, you know, she's young, but, um, so because I wasn't getting, I, I tried to reach out to him to try to, you know, make things better. Cause I'm that person. Like I, if I feel like something's wrong or somebody's mad at me, I've got to make it right. Like, I can't sleep until I'm like calling you and say, Hey, I know I upset you, but what can I do? You know? So, um, so since he had, you know, totally cut me off, I, I had to do something because I was just so depressed. And so I started to work on things that I could control, you know, and, and that was, that was probably the worst um, bout of depression I had had in a long time um, because I'd gotten to the point where I was, you know, even killed, you know, my medication had been you know, working and everything. And so, um, so I started working on things that, um, on things on my end. And then that's where I got a coach. And then I got a, um, a, um, uh, therapist, (laughs) therapist, coach, counselor. Yeah. Well, she was, uh, she was like a life coach. And so we started working on things that, you know, I could, that I had control of. And so that was a couple of years ago. And fast forward to today, my, our relationship is with my son, you know, we're talking now, I've got to see my daughter-in-law, I got to see my granddaughter. So things are, you know, um, going a lot better. Mm. Yeah, I, the mental health thing growing up, we never talked about it. It was a taboo subject. We did not acknowledge it. If you were sad and a crybaby, you went to your room and just dealt with it on your own. So that's where I come from, you know, growing up. But yeah. Um, yeah. 
And I'm glad that the relationship is good now with your son. And I'm glad that you Mm. took it a step further to go seek help because how many people are out there that don't take the step further to seek help because they have been conditioned based on how they were brought up. Like, oh, just suck it up. Like, you know, life is not that bad. Someone else has it worse off than you. You should be grateful that da 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 or whatever the case may be. And I feel like whenever somebody hears that growing up, it causes them to diminish their emotions and the sense Mm -hmm. that they have around their emotions because of the product of their environment that they were reared in. And I feel like, you know, talking about it is not a sign of weakness. It's actually a sign of strength Mm -hmm. because you are Mm -hmm. trying to liberate yourself so you can do better and, you know, come into who you who you were created to be and not necessarily dealing with those, you know, hidden demons that, that are allowing you not to really (laughs) live life optimally. And so I really commend people who say, okay, I am not okay, but I'm going to work on becoming okay. And I'm going to just kind of become vulnerable and transparent and say that I need help. And I'm going to find someone that is paid and trained in this space so they can help Mm -hmm. me get out of the rut that I'm in. Because sometimes it may just be a tweak with your mindset, or it may just be that you need to introduce some Western medicine or practice Mm -hmm. some natural modalities or et cetera to understand what is the root cause that is causing this issue Mm -hmm. to trigger. Because if you don't heal mentally, then physically, emotionally, and spiritually, you're going to be off balance because everything works together to really have synergies and total alignment. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Because anytime, um, it seems like the majority of the people or myself is when something's not right here, then it affects the rest of me, you know, it, and it just, it just, you know, um, flows down and you could have a whole multiple, a multitude of issues going on with you. And it, you know, if you get this right, then the rest of it, you know, like the neck tensions or the stomach pains, you know, all of that is connected you know, to together, you know, in yourself as a whole. So, um, so yes, I do believe, you know, now after being, you know, taking care of this for so long, I do believe that um, if you don't take care of your mental health, your emotional health suffers, your physical health suffers, and then your family around you and the people that you interact with will suffer from it. Uh, there's nothing wrong with saying, I, I just, you know, I can't, you know, the, the funny saying that people will say, I can't adult today, you know, and it's just because maybe you're overstimulated, you know, or, you know, being a mom, we're pulled in, into so many different directions. And even though, you know, with today's culture, you know, they want Uh, we want to have, you know, equal rights. However, um, I do feel like that um, there are some, uh, you know, relationships where, you know, the husband works, the mom works, but she's still expected to take care of the house, take care of the kids, take care of the dinners, the bills and everything. And so that is a lot to take on and to um, deal with on a daily basis. And it does wear you down. And so I really 
feel like that as women, we need to, you know, like I said, link arms, support each other and be there for one another. And sometimes, you know, you may not need someone to fix something for you, but you do need someone to listen to you so that you can talk it out and get it out off your chest. And, and, and sometimes a lot of times that is just the best thing that anyone could do for you is just to listen, you know, and be there for your friend or whoever it is. Absolutely. And I would say from a mother's perspective, from being on renekid.com for so long, running my nieces and nephews, um, and then now walking into my own motherhood journey, I definitely say that sometimes um, mothers are expected to have that invisible S on your chest, like you're super human yeah. or, or super woman. And you yeah. don't want to ask for help because you feel like, oh, if I ask for help, then I'm not necessarily a good mother. But there mm-hmm. is a way that you can ask for help and offload it onto your partner or whatever you want to address right. the other person as, because you didn't right. make that, you did not make that kid by yourself. And it is okay <laughs> to say that, Hey, if I, if I do, you know, the dishes, then I want you to cook, or if I do the laundry, then I need you to fold it and really, um, set some time in for that self-care. And what does self-care look like? Self-care is some uninterrupted me time, whether you're Mm -hmm. going to get your hair done, whether you want to get your hair trimmed, colored, whatever, whether you want to get a mani, a pedi, a massage, Mm -hmm. um, so go to the gym or et cetera, you need to build that time into your calendar because once you rejuvenate, recharge and refuel yourself, you're going to be good to your children as well right. as the other person in the relationship with you. Because just like they take time to hang out with the guys or hang out with the girls or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. you need to have that time for yourself too. Another thing is set some time out not only just for yourself, but also for your partner too. So y'all could make sure that you are rekindling the relationship too, because if your relationship is crumbling because you're putting all your focus and energy on the kids, Uh that could also affect your mental health. So make sure you're carving that out. That could be like, you know, maybe once a month or, you know, Mm -hmm. it could be maybe once a week where you stay in and you watch a movie, you eat a nice meal together or whatever. Right, Um, right. And I think those are important to help with help with the mental health. Another thing that I would say is if you feel like you're in you're in a situation where you don't necessarily feel like you're going to harm yourself, but you feel like Mm -hmm. you've hit that plateau where you're about to burst like a water balloon. (laughs) That is the time where you need to really find that sounding board person to lean in on, whether it's a life coach, a therapist, a counselor, Mm -hmm. or a trusted friend that is non-biased, non-judgmental, where you can offload and just have some, somebody to just kind of be present with you in the moment and woosaw, right. because that is definitely going to help you drive some stimulation because if mm-hmm. not, then you're going to contain it. And even journaling would be another exercise. Oh, yes. I was thinking that too. I, I definitely journal and I actually have several different journals that I do. One is for like my prayer journal. And then one is for, oh, I have to journal about work, you know, cause there's a lot to say about that. And, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I journal about, you know, my family and my husband and <laughs> my animals. <laughs> so 
yeah, journaling is a good thing. And another good thing that I've learned to do is the adult coloring. So, um, yes. <laughs> I love to color. So I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I definitely, I definitely got a lot of good things out of coloring. And um, so it, when I first started out, it was pretty scary, but I got better at it, you know, and it really helped me. It really helped me decompress. And at the time I had a different job and um, I mean, I'm with the same company, but it was a different position and it was really stressful. I was working long hours, stressful. And so but yeah, the coloring really helped a lot with that. So, <laughs> and then Nikki, as we are getting ready um, to wind down, are there any mm -hmm. other tips and tricks that you want to help a mother who needs to be that mother unfiltered in order <laughs> to really keep her <laughs> mental health sane? Because doing the same thing over and over and getting the mm -hmm. same results is insanity. So you definitely yes. need to change because we want you to be optimizing your life and really mm -hmm. living life on your terms and not necessarily the terms of other people based on the conditions mm -hmm. that they project onto you. I would suggest my very first thing, and this is what I did when um, I got my coach um, to help me through this last bout of depression. So my very first thing is to do a brain dump. So get you a notebook out, get you a pen and just whatever comes to your mind, just start writing it down. And before long, you know, and just write until it doesn't even matter. It doesn't have to be in an order. You know, you're just jotting down thoughts. And then once you're done, you can look at that list. And the most important things that will, that, you know, that are important to you, you've written those down. And so you can pry out and use that list to prioritize it. And then, you know, things that you have control over, you can start working on those. There are a lot of times we don't have control over every, you know, everything in our life. Like I didn't have control over making my son listen to me and make amends with me, you know, but I had control over decluttering my house. You know, I had control over um, making sure I'm writing you know, every day I had control over making sure I took my medications and drinking my water, you know, those things, you know, help so much. And just doing that one little thing right off the bat, you will feel like a thousand pounds was lifted off of your shoulders. Yeah. So I just, it's amazing. And I, I, I mean, when she told me to do that, I was like, you know, Melissa, what's this going to do? You know, her name is Melissa. And, but I was like, I felt like I had just told the world all my problems, you know, and all I did was write it, write them down on a piece of paper. <laughs> so, so that would be my first suggestion, you know, and if you are needing, you know, some extra help, you know, I do have material on my website that you definitely can come out, um, go to and check it out. And I have my other. Oh, wait, Mel Nikki, you're actually muted. <laughs> Okay. So you're mentioning your, your website for the resources. And then I think you were getting ready to talk about your podcast. So I guess we could tie this into the call to action part. So um, give us a call yeah. to action and then plug that website so they could go check out the resources and that podcast. Sure. 
So um, my website is www.nikkiasherbowling.com. So, but there's no hyphen in the Asher Bowling. It did not like it when I tried to add it in there. So, <laughs> so it's just all one word. Um, but I have all of my contact information there, all my social media links. My podcast is Motherhood Unfiltered. It's going to be okay. And I am proud to say that I finally made it to my one-year anniversary of having my podcast. So I was like, woo woo. <laughs> so I, from someone who knew, I mean, I listen to podcasts all day, every day. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do a podcast. And then I'm like, oh, Lord. I didn't even know how to get it out to everybody. You know, I, I had to learn along the way that um, it was just something that um, I just made myself improve upon. But yes, check out my website and definitely you can check out my videos on YouTube. And um, and I would love to hear from you. So amazing and congratulations on your one-year podiversary nikki that is amazing all of your contact information will be linked in the show notes and are there any social media um platforms that you're on well i, I am on all of them but i mostly post on facebook and instagram so amazing and then are your handles also on your website yes all of my links are there and um it's just at the at Facebook one is um, at Motherhood Unfiltered. So you, sh you know, you put, put that in and you should find me, so. Amazing. And I want to thank you once again, Nikki, for just coming on the show and just being a phenomenal guest, opening up and talking about your personal journey with mental health issues and the work that you're doing to help mothers who may be battling um, PTSD, um, post-stress, post um, disorder or postpartum depression or whatnot, because sometimes pregnancy can give you PTSD. I've heard that in some women along with post-traumatic um, postpartum depression. So all of those interesting stuff, I'm sure you have a lot of knowledge and also leaving those resources as well. And audience, I challenge you to like, comment, and subscribe. Once again, we're on 40 plus platforms. You could also see the video to this recording by going to our YouTube channel, which is at Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp. And I want to thank each one of you for supporting myself and my guests on a continual basis because of you. We're now ranked in the top 2% globally out of 2.8 million podcasts per www.listennotes.com. And if you're interested in hearing more content that is educational, inspirational, or motivational, while we intersect diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging, feel free to drop me a note to let me know what topics you're interested in hearing so I could go out and source that subject matter expert. Or if I have knowledge, I will share that via a solo episode. So until next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing one. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Mars Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor 
So please reach out via email at gems, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcast.